When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, we are live. What is going on? <clears throat> How is everyone? Mary's here, Lolly's here, Cecilia's here, Zabeda's here, Naima's here. Thank you for your questions, Naima. I will definitely answer those in the next video. Yeah, big cups of coffee. I don't I don't drink coffee, but I will address that. Yeah, I have a couple big coffee mugs. It's massive, massive coffee mugs. My uh, family and I, we put mostly hot chocolate in that. I think most countries have hot chocolate, right? We have hot chocolate. We don't, there are no coffee drinkers in my, in my house. My wife, Jamie, doesn't like coffee. So, Sharaf is here. Nicholas is here. What is going on? Mateo, how's it going? Asma, how's it going? I think you, Asma, I think, weren't you briefly on the Zoom call yesterday? And we heard uh, you were, there was a lot of traffic around you, sounded like. You were on the street. I hope it wasn't too crowded. Rafael, how are you? Ronald, how are you? Dennis, what's going on? Possibly, ah, a Shref is here. Talked to your brother last night very briefly. Got a message from him. So uh, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe. We do this every day for about an hour during the quarantine. It's a little later today, and I'll tell you why. And, and Jamie is actually not here. She's at her school. So things are opening up a little bit in my state, just a little bit. Jamie had to go into school for, I'm not sure what she had to do, and she wasn't exactly sure. She thought she would get a list, and at the end of every school year, teachers, we have to do certain things to our classroom, because over the summer, the rooms get cleaned really well, like the floors get waxed. So I think she was basically going in for the last time in the summer. I'm not sure. And I think she's done now and she'll be home in a little while. And then I was going to take my daughter to her singing lesson, but that actually got canceled. It was uh, 12 o'clock and her voice teacher is, is often sick. Um, and she said that she wasn't feeling well today. So, and it was, it's not coronavirus related. She, she has been sick, um, before she has, we call it a condition when you are sick often. So sometimes she has to cancel, but that was the plan. We actually, my daughter and I had some plans today and then they got canceled. So Jamie will be home. I'll find out what, I think she cleaned up her room and, they couldn't, she had to wear a mask in the building and all of the teachers couldn't come in at the same time. So she had a special time 
she was going to go in and so uh. <laughs> um so i don't I, this might be the first question here zabeda has a suggestion why don't you do a, a jingle for your shows by the way ibrahim says hi to me how oh, nice do you, you know ibrahim zabeda are you related I didn't know that. If you are related, I didn't know that. Um, the jingle, I'm just not that good. I don't know how to do all that production. And I, I thought about it, and I thought, people just want to learn English. So I think if you wait around for my theme song, my music, it's, it's I don't know, maybe one day I'll get really good and know how to how to do a jingle or a theme song, but right now I don't. But thank you, Zaveda. I'll look into that. I'll look into that. Like I know somebody has mentioned on this um, live stream before, they like wrestling. So I could come in like a wrestler, have my music blasting, and I can say things like, it's your boy, Brent. It's your boy, Brent. Welcome to Learn American English with this guy. I need to get that down. I'll, I need to get a jingle. Angie's Closet, what is going on? Renald, can I help you? Yes, I can. The correct pronunciation of chocolate. That's the way I say it. Chocolate. Chocolate. I love to eat chocolate. One of my favorite things in the whole world. Chocolate. Love it. Nori, how are you? Welcome. Larissa, what's going on? Nori has a, she gave me probably 15 minutes worth of material. I need to talk about how my house is heated. I will do that. It's a little bit different from how, and Nori, you must have spent some time in the United States, I think, based on your questions. Or I should say your insights, your ideas. So thank you for that. Ah, Cinco de Mayo. That's how we say it in the U.S. Cinco de Mayo. Very Americanized, I'm sure. Cinco de Mayo. So, and it happened to fall on Taco Tuesday. So 2020, Cinco de Mayo on a Tuesday was supposed to be the best day ever. Because often in the United States, Mexican restaurants will have specials for tacos. And we call it Taco Tuesday, one of the best days of the week. And Cinco de Mayo, it it was all coming together. And then the coronavirus happened. And now we will have to wait seven years, maybe six, seven, eight years. For Cinco de Mayo to be on a Tuesday again. Basically, Cinco de Mayo in the United States is some people drink a lot of beer, a lot of Mexican beer, a Dos Equis, that's how we say it, and Corona. Mmm, mmm. Unfortunate name for that beer, huh? Corona, drink Mexican beer, a lot of it, and uh, eat tacos. It's usually a pretty good time, but unfortunately, canceled today. Canceled today. 
Aroni making an appearance. Welcome. Mayo in Spanish. Oh, yes. For some reason, in English, we capitalize days of the week. We capitalize months of the year. But I know in Italian, nope, lowercase, and also apparently Spanish. What? Saeed. Only kids have hot chocolate? No. Well, especially where I live, because it's winter for such a long time, I drink hot chocolate a lot. If I go out and shovel, we might come in, have some hot chocolate, put some marshmallows in it. I love hot chocolate. Love hot chocolate. Mm. This is not a beer, by the way. This is not for Cinco de Mayo. It should be. It should be. But uh, this is a monster. Monster. Um, you know the energy drink? I was feeling a little... My allergies are really bad right now. So I was like, I need a, I need a little... I need a little pick-me-up. We might say that sometimes. A little pick-me-up. In the afternoon... If you've been working, which I have not really been working, you might need a little pick-me-up, a little extra caffeine in the afternoon, and this is my pick-me-up today. It's very good. Very good, by the way. All right. Chicago. Adam likes Chicago. I might have missed something, but uh, Chicago is a great city, by the way. I went to Chicago about 10 years ago, a little more, and for a conference, for a teaching conference. And Chicago is a really nice city. I got to go to a Chicago Cubs baseball game. That was fun. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Alex. Um, Adam is wondering... What does cancel mean? Yeah, unfortunately, cancel means it doesn't happen. So today, two things were canceled for me. My daughter's voice lesson, it was supposed to happen at 12 o'clock. It got canceled. So we didn't go to it. And then Cinco de Mayo basically got canceled. Because a lot of people go out to restaurants, have some tacos, have some beer. All of our restaurants are closed. So Cinco de Mayo has been canceled. Sometimes you can say postponed or re postponed or rescheduled. It's almost like canceled. It mean so if my daughter's voice lesson was postponed, that would mean we wouldn't do it today, but we would do it later. Maybe it would be rescheduled to tomorrow. Canceled means it doesn't happen at all. Postponed means you have to push it back. All these uh, push it back. We might say that too. You push, you push the date back. You push the time back to later. Nikita. 
Uh-oh. I hope this time you'll answer my question, which is implying that last time I did not. Uh-oh. All right. I will answer this if I can, if I can. I hope this time you'll answer my question. I've heard someone describing their apartment as pinto of an apartment. I don't know. The only thing I can think of, and there goes my son. He is going to shoot pucks up the street. He's a hockey player, so he's going to shoot pucks. Um, the only thing I can imagine is Pinto. Maybe Pinto is small. Uh, I think there is a car made by Ford, and they used to make a Mustang. Just a you know, type of horse. But then that they made a smaller car called the Pinto. And I think in English, Pinto might be some form of Spanish, meaning small. So I don't know, Nikita, exactly what that means. But if I had to guess, I would say it's a small apartment. That doesn't sound English, though, to me. Um, Adam is wondering, do I like basketball or football? I love football. Love football, love football and hockey pretty much. Basketball, eh, not so much. But my son and I and my wife, we like to watch a lot of hockey and football when we have a chance. But yeah, how about you, Adam? What is your favorite sport? I would think most people would like soccer around the world or football. Oh, and when you say football... You, do you mean soccer? Probably not American football. I just see my son walking back. I'm not sure what he's... I would turn the uh, camera around, but I don't know if he wants me to show him. He's walking back for some reason. Uh, oh, Abraham's your good friend. Well, tell him I said hello. Oh, and Adam is wondering if I know how to pronounce... British English, I made a video, I made a video on British English a while back, um, I don't know what I should say in British English, like, oh, I'd like a spot of tea, please, I'd like a spot of tea, the Queen, they say the Queen a lot, uh, the Queen, the Beatles, I'd like to listen to the Beatles, that's, that's British English, I think, something like that. Uh, Cinco de Mayo for, I don't know what it is actually. I just know it's the, the Nicholas. I just know it's the 5th of May and it's probably some very important day in Mexico maybe, but us Americans, we just think it's an excuse to eat a lot and drink a lot. But it's always on a Tuesday night, so I honestly, I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo because I always have school the next day. But some people do. What's up? Oh, yeah. Aroni from a while back said, what's up? I meant to do that. What's up? Comes from the office. But it comes from an older beer commercial with frogs. Um, yeah, Saeed, we do, we get a little lazy, we might say what up, what up, 
And a lot of times it's written like this. Like, what up? What up? We just know that means what's up. It's just another way to say hi. It's really not a question. And two people might say, hey, what up? What up? Just, just a way of saying hi. What up? Um, oh, Cecilia said something in Spanish. Bien canto. Does that mean I like the sound of it? Thank you. She said love it. So that's a good thing. Lisa, hello from Hungary, right? Hungary is well represented today. At least two people from Hungary today. Yeah, Nicholas, what? Beer and tacos. Right? Does it get any better? Oh, there is a great place. <clears throat> you wouldn't think. I live in Maine, way away from Mexico. But there is a couple from Mexico who lives in my city. They opened up a restaurant and they serve the best Mexican food. It is amazing. Um, it's called El Pachos. El Pachos. And I think that, I don't know. I, I don't know what that means in Mexican, in uh, Spanish exactly, but it means something. El Pacho. It's slang, I believe. Khalifi is here. What is going on? The purple coach is here. Khalifi, welcome. Um, the update of the situation for uh, coronavirus. I think what some people are doing here is that the economy is really suffering. So some places in the United States are opening up. And they realize people are going to die. We had an estimate of 60,000 deaths for the coronavirus. And now it's gone up to about 120,000 by the end of summer. So unfortunately, you know, some government, state governments are staying closed. Like mine, some state governments are opening up. And most people expect our, our deaths and our cases to go up, unfortunately. Oh, Mary, what's the difference between a flat and a condo? And you can also add apartment there because there's a difference there. Uh, I might have spelled that the wrong way. Apartment. I know how to spell apartment. Um so a flat and an apartment are the same thing. A flat and an apartment are the same thing. A flat is used in England, the UK, more often. We use apartment. It's called a condo when the person who lives there doesn't rent it. They own it. So all three, they're all the same thing. Flat, apartment, condo. It's just that condos are owned by the people who live there. Like a house. Ah, Naima always needs a pick-me-up in the afternoon. 
<sighs> sometimes I do. I go to bed so early though that I don't know. Sometimes I just like I'll get through the afternoon and then I can go to sleep in five or six hours. You know, I wake up early. The title of this is so clickbait. What are you talking about, Aroni? You're going to get blocked. Just like like Vitaly and Jamie have been blocked. No, Sergey. No. No tacos today. I'm sorry. Asma, hello from Egypt. Please stop, Brent. Okay, Cecilia. I don't know what I have to stop, but I will. Where should I stop? I don't know. Stop. Stop talking? Stop. Yeah, Nicholas, I agree. Pinto. Maybe somebody can help us out. Ah, sunset in the city, Adam. Very nice. What? A Shref. He wants me to do a video on... Oh... Yes, on, um, what do we call those things? Uh, conjunctions kind of thing? Tying sentences together? Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I've been meaning to. Therefore, thus, hence, henceforth. I would caution you against using those. You will sound very smart, though. Henceforth. We just, we just don't use them very often. But very intelligent people might use it. Sounds sounds good. All right, Nicholas, I think is answering. Oh, have I ever seen American Pie? Adam wants to know. I love American Pie. That first came out when I was about the age of those actors. I mean... It came out right after I left high school, right after, like a year or two. I love the, um, I like the first and second American Pie movies. I don't know if I've seen the third, but please, Cecilia, what? Please stop. I don't know what that means. Um, Luis, how are you? Happy to be here. Oh, what does it mean? My job is around the clock. I'm not sure if you are saying that your job is around the clock or you're asking, but I'm sure some people would like to know around the clock, it means you never stop like around the clock. You could be working at midnight. You could be working at noon. It's just around the clock means happening at all hours around the clock. Oh, good, Mary. Glad to hear that. Uh, Adam is wondering, hello or hi, more common. Hi, much more. You would say hello if you're meeting someone for the first time, maybe an older person. It's definitely more polite. Hello, more formal. Nikita. Mmm. Good question. 
Um, he is wondering, basically, what's the difference between a stipend and a scholarship? Hmm. So, a scholarship has more to do with the education. So, you would get your education paid for, a scholarship. Sometimes you'll hear a full boat. Full boat scholarship, that means everything is paid for, education-wise. Everything is paid for. Now, stipends often happen on a daily basis or a weekly basis. They happen a day at a time or a week at a time. And you might get stipends for food or supplies. And a lot of people, if they have a job in an office, but then they have to travel, they might get a stipend for gas. They might get a stipend for food each day. So scholarship, always education. Stipend, smaller, and for other things like food, books, supplies, that kind of thing. Yes, I can, Luis. Mandatory. It means you have to do it. So if we were under a mandatory lockdown, that means you have to do it. What other things could be mandatory? Um, wearing a face mask in in public. It might be mandatory. So mandatory. Have to do it by law. Ah, Sergey. Yeah, we often say that. Rain check. Rain check. Um, that comes from when you go into a store and they're having a sale on something, but they've run out of that product. The store can give you a rain check, meaning, and they'll write something out, meaning you come back when we have that in supply. Maybe you go at cookies, cookies. Let's, let's talk about cookies, all right? You went in. The store is having a really good sale on cookies. Maybe it's a dollar off. And then you go in. There are no more cookies. The store could write you a rain check. Like, come back next week. Maybe the box will be $2. But because you have your rain check, your piece of paper, we will give them to you for the sale price. And so when maybe you had a plan to meet somebody for lunch, but the plans changed and you couldn't meet them. And the friend may say, well, let's take a rain check on that. That means we couldn't do it now, but we will get together at some point. How about that? And maybe you haven't decided on the day or the time, but the rain check means you want to do it in the future with them. Good question. Good question. Um, somebody asked, I think, what kind of music do I, <clears throat> excuse me, what kind of music do I listen to? I listen to only good music. Only good music. Now, my family hates my music. They hate the music I listen to. Uh, and most of you will probably hate the music I listen to. I listen to old American bands and 
old British bands, I think. And an Italian singer who is Aroni's favorite. He he told me about this guy. His name's Ultimo. Ultimo. And it's one of Aroni's favorite singers. And he's good. I like him quite a bit. And uh, the Beatles. And the Grateful Dead. I listen to a lot of music. Grateful Dead. And I do listen to some Italian music. So, um, Emma... Uh, what's the guy's name? Giovanotti. Giovanotti. And uh, uh, I listened to some Italian music. What, Dove? Dove Aquando? Dove Aquando? Uh, a lot of teenagers listen to that music. It's not typical for a 44-year-old guy to listen to that Italian music. Emma. I really like her. Let a gazzi come me. That's a good song. That's a good song. But uh, Dave Matthews Band is one of my favorites. Green Day, Weezer, uh, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, that kind of stuff. I'm an older guy. Yeah, I um, I was in New York uh, last year, I think. By car, I can get there in six hours. So my wife and my daughter go more often. They were there in March. Right as the coronavirus was hitting, they were there in March. They were there, I think, last November. They like to go there more often than my son and me. My son and me. And that's the correct usage of my son and me. Because it's not the subject. Um, uh Uh-oh. Mary, why did you thank me? I didn't see that. I don't, I'm not sure why. Maybe I answered your question. I hope. What is the meaning of O'Toole's? I don't know, Mary. I'm not sure. It sounds like the last name of a person. O'Toole. It's Irish. But I couldn't, I can't be sure. O'Toole's. I don't know. Um, Asma from Pakistan. I watched a video from Pakistan this morning and it was right outside of Karachi and there was this place where they were breaking ships we call it in English so there are these massive ships and people will go I can't remember the name of the place but it's on the sea it's by the sea near Karachi and they were breaking down ships uh oh it seems like um, my video might be might be slow. Sorry if that's happening. I'm going to continue like it's not. Because sometimes I get the message that my video is running slow. And sometimes people will say it's not that slow. So welcome from Pakistan. And if, uh, if anybody is new here, don't forget, subscribe. We do this every day. Luis. Luis is wondering what typo means. Uh, typo, it means you just, your fingers weren't working. Oftentimes when you are typing on your phone, typing like a problem. When you type, it's a, it's an error, error. And, um, Oftentimes, you know how to spell it, and then you hit, 
like you hit send and you're like, oh man, I typed it the wrong way. But I know I did, so I'll just say it's a typo. Oh, Cecilia said she likes it when I do the British stuff. All right, I will do more of that, Cecilia. Thank you for your advice. Ah, Renald, your daughter. Oh, Miranda. I can. Is she watching right now? Miranda, hello. Hello from the United States. Welcome. Oh, I'm so glad. So that means my wife can never be on a video. We need, we need to keep it clean. Thank you for watching. Um, it looks like, looks like Aroni was answering some questions too. Naima, when I read an article about studies, find two definitions about... Oh, okay. Naima. So you're talking about... Um... Tuition fees? Oh, and fees for classes? Um, they're pretty, they're both, we would say tuition. That's what you pay for college, tuition fee. Um, oh, well, a lot of times if you are at college full time, they'll just say it's a tuition fee. And then if you're going to school part time, you might say you're paying for classes. So, but they're really, really similar. They're really similar. Almost the same, I would say. Ah, oh, Shref. They make you use those for the, um, ah, I forgot the name of that test. What do you call it? The IELTS, the IELTS test. That's unfortunate. I, I, I really can't stand those test makers. Because... They ask things that you really have to study probably only for that test. You won't use them in real life. So even in business, I don't think you would use henceforth ever. Um, no, okay. So Mary, great question here. Great question here. So when you talk about settling in a place... It's also like, um, there's no more, but if I have like a soda and I stir it up and there's carbonation, those little bubbles, and then they die down, that's settling. That's settling. So when we talk about where somebody lives, that means you might have moved around quite a bit. You might have tried out a couple different places and then you settled in Iran. But that would only be for someone who has lived other places. You would say if you, you live in Iran, Iran, sorry, if you live in Iran, you would just say I lived there. So if you were born there and have lived all of your life, you would say I lived there. All right. When did you have your first time? Tawaja. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. 
My first time for what? I'm scared to ask. But I think you're new here, so welcome. I don't think so. I'm not a boomer. Aroni. What are you talking about? Ultimo? Ultimo. I know you are a big fan of Ultimo. Can I play that keyboard behind me? I can probably play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Adam. That's about it. Oh, let me see. What is that? Asma? What is this? Let me see. A video. A suggestion for a video. Can you please make a video on a uh, different picture description? Face difficulty when I describe a picture. Like, yeah, sure. What kind of picture would you like me to describe? I have made some listening comprehension videos where I will take a picture and I just describe it. It's just for listening. So there's a playlist, and I think it's called Listening Comprehension Practice. That might be something you would like. Check it out. If not, we'll talk. We'll see what I can do here. Oh, Nikita, that's a good question. He's wondering about articles before instruments. And I think some of them we don't put an article before. You could say, I play guitar. I play the guitar. You can say both with that. I play the drums. I play drums. Eh, that sounds all right. I play, I play the saxophone. I play saxophone. I mean, I would say you could probably do both. There might be one where it would sound a little funny if you didn't. But the, the, for what you used, I play electric guitar. I play the electric guitar. Both work. Ah, Larissa is asking about theaters. So in the United States, when we simply say theater, it's different from movie theater. And I, and I think this was what you mean. But if we just say theater, then we're talking about, um, and she is, because she said, what do they stage? Um... If we just talk about theater, we are talking about musicals and we're talking about plays. So where you will have live actors on the stage playing the parts. And we do. In my town, and my daughter is often in these shows. She's very big into theater and music. Um, they have children's theater. They have, sometimes we have professional theaters. We do actually have quite a few theaters in my state. A lot of colleges have theaters and there are some pretty good performances. My wife and I went to see Cats not long ago and what will happen is Broadway they will have their run it's called and then it will go on tour around the country and Maine the state I live in has a couple pretty big theaters and so yeah it can be anything. Um, what did I see? I went to see Treasure Island. There was a play, uh, Treasure Island, based on the um, Robert Louis Stevenson book. 
uh, the Wizard of Oz. Every year for Christmas, my brother, my sister, and I, and our spouses, of course, we get my mother two tickets to the Main State Theater, which is the biggest theater. A lot of professional actors, stage actors come in. So yeah, theater is, is pretty big in my family, but then in my area as well. I hope that answers your question, Larissa. Oh, Jamie must be back. What's going on, Jamie? How are you? We have young people in the room, so please, please uh, be nice. Miranda. Miranda is two years old, so be nice. Not be nice, but use use nice language. Excuse me. Um, no, Dennis. And if you are from France, maybe I should say Denis. Denis, my uh, sister-in-law. Her dad's a great guy. He's Canadian, and his name is Denis. Denis. Uh, must to and uh, must and have to. Same thing. Mandatory. We talked about mandatory before. Have to, you must, same thing. Same thing. What about taco? Oh, it is Taco Tuesday in the United States. Pretty big deal, often. Often. Ooh, I just got an email. Did you hear that little ding? It's kind of important. Um, it's about my certification. <laughs> so every Jamie, I think every five years, if you're a teacher, and even though you graduated college, every five years you need to go back for classes. You need to get in your hours. And it's like 90 hours every five years. And so I applied with our state capital in Augusta for my new teaching certificate. It cost $100 every five years, but I got my hours in and I applied a couple weeks ago and my, my boss pretty much just emailed me back saying that it was successful. So I am good to teach for another five years. I'm good to teach for another five. It's, it's not like I, ha <clears throat> I was going to be guaranteed for that to come in. It's just they want you to get your hours in your 90 hours, and they want your $100. And as long as you do that, and I did it, you get your certificate renewed. That's what we call it, renewed. You get it again every five years. Yeah, so <clears throat> Cinco de Mayo is a big celebration in a lot of parts of America. Mexico, Central America, South America. So we just, we were hoping to get tacos today, but I don't think it's going to happen. Lolly, I missed your question. Are you serious? Come on, Lolly. I'm sorry. No answer. Please ask it again. Jeez. I'm dropping the ball. Dropping the ball when you're not doing a good job. Dropping the ball. I'm sorry. 
Ah, Miranda. Hello again. As long as you're smiling, I will keep saying, hello, Miranda. Oh, Lolly asks, what's the difference between a pro proverb and an idiom? Oh, ah, okay. There is a difference. A proverb mm, is almost like words you would live by. Sometimes they're called maxims as well. Maxims. Maxim and, and proverbs are the same thing. Um, so they are sayings that we have in our culture. Um, like some of them uh, come from religion. Some of them come from Ben Franklin. But I'll say a couple proverbs. Those are like early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Um, early bird gets the worm. Um, I can't think of any more right now. But a uh, uh, penny saved is a penny earned. So the thing about proverbs is they are supposed to teach a lesson. Idioms are just things that we say that don't translate well. They don't mean you can't take them literally. Can't take them literally. I hope that helps. Sergey. Yeah. You can say, you can maybe, you can cover your mistakes up with a typo. You can just say, oh, uh, that was a typo. Sorry. I know what it means. Yes. You can cover your mistakes up with a typo. Oh, sorry. Just a typo. I know what it means. Wait, I just tried. Oh, the door is locked. I can unlock it for you. The door is unlocked. The door is unlocked. That was probably from what, five minutes ago? No, not too bad. I don't, I don't think I'm doing too badly with the chat, am I? <laughs> it's open. Yeah. First time on, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, oh, a shraf. Oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't care. I'll read, I'll read the comments out loud. You think I care? I expected when I first got on YouTube, I expected way more trolls, way more trolls. I welcome them. I, I work with 12 and 13 year olds every day at school. I've heard it all. I don't care. I don't care. I think I knew where they were going with that, but. I wanted them to actually say it, so I wouldn't answer the question. What's going on? Jamie is here, in the flesh. In the flesh. It takes 10 minutes. 10 minutes? 10 seconds. Oh. 10 seconds, sorry, 10 seconds. Hi. So beta, okay, so you're answering some of the questions? I did. Sweet. I'm gonna just um, skip down uh, to the bottom. I'll skip down to the bottom and then work my way up. What? Oh, yes, Luis. Yes, you do have to. No, well, is it a scam? <laughs> the state wants their money. They want their money. Um, well, I think they also do a background check on us every five years. So that might pay for it as well. We have to get fingerprinted when we first get our teaching certificate. So I think they do another background check on us after five years. 
just to try to keep the kids safe in case we got pulled over for something or we had some charges. But the state likes to get their money. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but it's just good to hear it. Oh, yeah, Shref, did we actually, either I skipped a whole lot of questions, or we actually made it to the end? Um, oh, Cecilia has a good, yeah, that's a proverb right there. Don't put all of your eggs in the same basket, meaning don't. Uh, what can we say? Do the stocks. Like, you wouldn't put all your money into, like, one stock. Like, you wouldn't put all, all your, you wouldn't invest all of your money into one group of stocks. Like, we try to do it over four different groups um, because each group gets money or gets interest differently. So, we don't put all of our stocks into, like, high risk. We do low risk, medium risk. So, that's what means not to put your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, also, I could give a little like relationship advice, maybe. So if you first start dating a person and you don't know how they're going to turn out, like don't put all of your heart into this one person because they might be a total jerk. Don't put all of your eggs into one basket. And that was a question a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. Do most Americans invest in the stock market? And we do, but what do you think most do? I think probably most people that have like a professional job or a salary job, because a lot of companies in the U.S. will match up to a certain extent. Like some companies match 3% of what you put in or 10%. So professional companies and people that work for that probably do. I know a lot of teachers, we have a special group for teachers that we can invest in. So it just probably depends on where you work. Do you want to sit down? No, We've been sitting for a while. Um, let's see. Oh, what is lame? Slang? Yeah, lame. Do you want to use a, a sentence with lame? What would be lame? Did, um, did Luis just say lame? That I had to pay for... No, she said a scam. Scam. Um, a lame, a lame is if if something is um, just dumb. Dumb is a good way to put it. Um, Brent goes to bed at nine o'clock. That is so lame. Like when he could be staying up later. Like we all stay up late. Or the term is also used a lame duckling. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, lame duck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would take a lot. A lame yeah. duck. A lame duck often talks about like a president. Our president will serve eight years, but then in their last term, they are called a lame duck president. Meaning it's a different. It's a different. Um, it's a different use, but it means they are leaving. So they're just there, and they have a lot of freedom to do what they want because they don't have to worry about being reelected. Some people think wearing masks in public is lame. A lot of our friends, in fact, like, oh, they don't believe the coronavirus is a problem, so they don't want to wear a mask. It's kind of lame. What? Is that a new person? Uh, nope. Oh. Uh, well, maybe today. Maybe oh, Ronald. Hi. And, um, hi. 
Hi, Ronald. And he has a daughter, Miranda, who's two years old. She's watching. Oh, hi, Miranda. That's why you told me to watch my language. I thought you were just kidding, but nope. you really weren't kidding. <laughs> nope. Oops. Um, Where are they from? I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Brazil. Where are you from? Ronald. I, and I can't say it. I'm sorry. Ronald. Um, oh, Mary uses lame. Mary uses lame a lot. Um, love is blind. Love is blind. That's a good uh, proverb right there. Khalifi. There you go. Um, please make a statement with T's. Mary from Iran would like to know T's. Um... You know? Well, I mean, you kind of tease them like when you put like your premieres, like you're teasing them with what's going to be in, the, in your videos. Like, so you give like somebody like a brief snip, snippet of something like you would say, um, well, Miranda's here, so I won't use what. Um, teasing is you give them just a little bit. And make people want, or you could be really mean. Yeah, so teasing you either, you tease them with a little bit of information to make them want more. So we hope that you come back to his videos, to his premieres, or to his lives. Or if you're teasing someone, you would be making fun of them or saying something not nice to them. Or like teasing them for their hair color. Teasing them for the way they talk or their accent. Um, so like when I moved here to Maine... I got teased a lot about my accent, but it was done kind of lovingly. Um, but sometimes when you tease, it can be mean. And like um, literally, if you want to see it kind of physically, if you're taller than somebody and then you have something they want and they're jumping to try to get it, that's teasing as well. Um, so sorry, we might be skipping some questions. Oh, Costa Rica. Very mm. nice. My brother and my sister-in-law really love Costa Rica. They've been there. They love the um, the greenery. It's a very nice natural setting where they go. Beautiful country. Um, when you take an exam, Luis, it's, it's right here. Um, when you take an exam, sometimes you have to write a cross or tick. I'm not sure the second word. Sometimes we say tick the boxes. I wonder if that's what that means. So if you are ticking the boxes, that means you're filling in an X or you're darkening in the whole circle. That might be it. Uh, if you're looking at, at a new house and if you say it ticks all the boxes, that means it has everything you want. Maybe you wanted a pool. Maybe you wanted a garage. And then so you can say that ticks all the boxes. A lot of times tick is a verb for like a check mark. Uh, yes, Raphael. I can. I, I guess I don't have to copy and paste since I'm at the bottom. Um, but the, okay, so you would say to hitchhike, but the person who is hitchhiking is a hitchhiker. And a hitchhiker is someone who stands on the side of the road 
in the United States, they put their thumb out and they want to get a ride from a car that passes by. When Jamie and I were younger, long, long time ago, that was more common. But now in the United States, hitchhiking is not common. I no. would never pick up a hitchhiker. Just not safe. Maybe a woman, but definitely I would never pick up a man to hitchhike, ever. It's a little scary. I mean, I'm sure 90 99 times out of 100, nothing is going to happen. But it's just not done very often. I don't know what that is. Raphael. I'm not sure, buddy. I don't know what that is. Um, to, to accumulate something means like to acquire it. So when the snow is falling. Is that hoarder? Like if you accumulate a lot, you're a hoarder? I bet. I bet that's it. Did you want to explain or? Oh, no, go ahead. Sometimes. Well, like when you accumulate a lot of stuff or you buy a lot of things, you are considered a hoarder. Like when this all came out first with the coronavirus, a lot of people were hoarding toilet paper. So that means they bought every toilet paper product they could find, so they were hoarding it. Um, there's a show called Hoarders, which is a great show, and then it makes you immediately want to clean your house, your closets, everything. Um so that's people that actually have their houses just completely lined with things and it's trash piled up. Like they don't throw anything away. They've accumulated so much stuff that it kind of makes them panic because they don't want to throw anything away. They think they're being wasteful or that they might need it some other time. I try to when I clean. I always think about am I hoarding? Do I really need this? And I'm, I'm notorious for throwing things away. Brent likes, he keeps a lot of things. So does my daughter. Like, they they get attached to things. Yeah. So, Nikita. Oh, this is a gym class. Wait. Oh, do you remember? Yeah, Jamie's a, she teaches PE. She teaches gym. This might be specifically for you. Nikita, what do students in, what do students do in gym class? Do they have strict fitness requirements? In Russia, some students really hate their gym classes. Yeah, I'll let Jamie take this one over. Well, in America, some students really hate PE. It's getting to be more common where younger kids do not like to move. They don't play outside as much. The technology is really getting in the way of all that. But we have a lot of kids that really like it. I would say probably 90% of our kids really enjoy our class. So in a lot of our classes, we do different types of games that would look similar to you. Um, kind of like we do this thing called Danish Rounders, but we use a tennis racket and kickball rules and baseball rules together. We play a game like dodgeball called Spy and Capture the Flag. It's all in one. So we do games like that. Um, so they're not, so that a lot of kids are involved and we don't just typically play baseball where it's one or two kids with all the action. And then we do have 
fitness classes where kids can sign up to come work out with me in the weight room to do aerobics, Pilates, and yoga. We go for walks and runs. We have like a mile loop. So there's many different things that kids can pick from. We're giving kids more choice to hopefully get our participation up. They do have to change up. Um, that's part of their grade. And we grade everything on participation and skill. But I think if you're just participating in the fitness, I don't grade you on how well you do. I just, I want you to improve to better yourself. All right. So if you are able to understand what Jamie is saying, you are a very good English student. She's, some people have asked, like, how do you normally speak? They talk to me. Do it. So Jamie, I think in real life anyways, just speaks more quickly than I do. But if you can keep up with what she is saying, Nikita, I hope that made sense. She is rattling Sorry. off. Some, no, no. But I think, I think some people like it. I think, mm. and it, it really helps them. So I, it might be a nice change. If you think I often talk too slowly, Jamie will take care of that. That was, that was, that was very quick, very quick. Um, Ah, it says we got an error here. Slow. Um, let's see. Ashref. Can you give other conjunctions? Oh, you know what? Seriously, Ashref, we got like three that we use really commonly. Three. It's and, it's or, and it's but. That I think anything that you want to say to tie two sentences together or two clauses, you can use those three, or, and, or, but. That's it. That's it. What, Brent at the beginning of this virus? Hey, I, I was freaked out, man. I was freaked out. It was like I was predicting the future. I knew it could get bad. Um, uh, Zabeda, I mean, this is maybe right for you, too. Um, is it common to make fun of the... Southern accent in the United States? I would say yes, especially here now. So when I first moved here, um, the first year we coached softball um, against each at the same school, but he was in a team higher than mine. So and a lot of people at my school and on his softball team said I sounded like Jessica Simpson. She's a celebrity here in America, um, and she's from the South. So... My accent, I think, is is changed a little bit. I, I think so. I tried to change it um, because I would always get asked where I was from several times by my students. Uh, when I do my own spelling work with my kids sometimes, it would kind of mess them up for their test. Um, like when I say the word 10, it's 10, 10 in Alabama, field. I still say that. Or insurance. How do you say insurance? I say insurance. So Jamie just puts a, like um, an accent on a different syllable than I do. Right. Right. You put on the insurance. Right. Where we say insurance. Yeah. And, not a big deal. And there's some things like we're going to do another one, but like when we did our slang, there's different things that we say in the South that they call other things. For example, um, I call my sneakers tennis shoes. He calls them sneakers. Um, I call them sneakers now because I'm so used to it, but... Um, it's, it's different. Yeah, and unfortunately, the South has, you know, a bit of a history with, like, racism in the 19th. It was a long time ago. But, you know, there are racist people all over the United States. 
I think the North just hides them better, or maybe until until Facebook and right and Trump maybe right. And I would say like in the South, it was more racist against people of color, where here in the North, it is against people of color, but against ethnic ethnicities or people of certain religions. Um, it's just because they're not educated and not smart. Wait. Oh, oh. oh so she, I think she's meaning oh. like when you grade a test. Oh, Louise. Oh. Oh, it could be. So after the student has completed the test, we we could we would say we grade it or we assess it. So we would grade it. So mark it wrong, mark it incorrect, or mark it correct, mark it right. I think that's what you mean, Louise, yeah. right? So an X would be wrong and a check mark is usually you got it correct. Or sometimes we put a C for correct. Louise. What's that? Erroni. Are, are you just mad because I said you like ultimo? I just remember I was selling toilet paper? What, Rafael? No, you guys are just you guys are just trolling me now. I think, right? We do have quite the stock because they, we couldn't find it anywhere. So when we found it, you just would grab it when you could. We were part of the problem. Uh, oh, Elena loves gym class. Oh, good. That that's I think that's one thing. So if um, children are a little shy and maybe a little overweight or just not that athletic. Gym class can be a real trigger for them. I think, let's see if I can spell it correctly. A great word to know in English is polarizing. Polarizing. So we have the North Pole and the South Pole on Earth, and they are very far apart. If you say something is polarizing, it means most people either love it or most people either hate it. And I think that is gym class or PE class for a lot of students. Some students, it will probably be their favorite class. Mm -hmm. And some students, it will probably be their the class they fear the most. Polarizing. There's no in-between. When you ask people about PE, most people, eh, they either love it or they hate it. Polarizing. What's somebody said to blabber? Oh, yes, Raphael. To blabber and to ramble. It's the same thing, meaning beat around the bush a lot of times. That has come up in this chat before. Beating around the bush. They don't get to the point. It's just talking, rambling. All right, a couple more questions and then we should probably get going. Nikita. Has a, oh, do you want to take this one? This is a yeah. school one here. Nikita would like to know, what's the difference between a break and recess at school? So a break 
we have like every 50 minutes, 50 or 55 minutes, we have a break between classes where kids can go to their lockers, grab different things that they need, stop the water fountain in the bathroom. They usually have about three minutes to get this done. But we also have a break in the morning for snack where kids can have a quick snack in the hallway and just kind of walk around, kind of just take a quick break so they're not sitting all day. Um, recess we usually have either before or after lunch at our school and recess is where kids can go outside and get fresh air, play soccer, walk around, talk with everybody in the grade. Um, we do it by grade at my school. I think you do too. Um, so you can, it's recess, like it's, 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 it's a break, but recess is usually when you're being active, when you're playing games or you're outside on a playground. Um, so that's the difference between recess and break. And uh, Naima? Very good English speaker. Very mm -hmm. good English student. She said she understood. Oh, good. She's from Algeria. Okay. We did a, we did oh, a wow. Zoom call. So she speaks um, Arabic mm. and French. Wow. And English. English. Wow. Most people in Morocco. Uh, I'm sorry. She's from Algeria. But um, a lot of people in Morocco do the same. Three very different languages. Three very mm -hmm. different languages. Um, so... Mirani is asking, do we speak differently? Is the English different that we speak at home versus the English that we teach with? I would say that it is. And to use a little bit of a, a linguistics term, it's, it's a different register. We would say it's a different register. And we would use a different register when we're talking with our friends when we're talking to our parents, and every language has it. So it's just a slightly different, more formal way of speaking, I would say. I don't slightly. swear at school. I, I don't say mean things at school that I say here at home sometimes. Um, you know, I joke around with kids, but for the most part, I'm pretty formal. Um, until we break off into small groups or things and I'm walking around to small groups and then I tend to try to bring humor into my class because some kids really do fear my class and that tends to make them a little bit more relaxed. So it's different. I would say I would agree. Innocent Pink Sapphire says so sad. I'm not sure why. So sad. Oh, I think when we were referring to um, pe racist people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe kids who don't, who are not physically active. All right. Yeah. And if you are new here. Don't forget, subscribe. I must say that. Um, uh, we have, neither of us have seen Nikita. Neither of us have seen King of the Hill. I'm familiar. I think they live in Texas, King of the Hill. Yeah. So they might they might play up on some of those Southern stereotypes. I bet they do. I bet they do. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, Fasting. Speaking of fasting, so uh, Ramadan Mubarak, if you are celebrating that this month. And so Sharef is asking, I just had an hour of sport after a day of fasting. Is that healthy? And you do, you, Jamie fat, and obviously uh, I'll be quiet and let you talk about it, but Jamie fasts almost the opposite way of Ramadan, mm -hmm. not during the day, but at, at night. Yeah. So I'll be quiet. And... So a couple of things about this. So I tend to fast between 16 and 18 hours. So like tonight at 6 p.m., I'll stop eating. And then I won't eat again until 16 or 18 hours from that, usually 11 or 12 o'clock. 
the next day. Um, so like I walked this morning while I was fasting, after, like I haven't eaten for an hour, but I drink water though, where I'm not sure, Sharif, Sharif, Sharif. I think, yeah, sure. Sharif, I'm not sure if you even drink water while you're fasting. I know my students at school who um, celebrate Ramadan, they do not even drink water. Um, so, um, and we do have some students during Ramadan who our sport during Ramadan is um, outdoor track or indoor track where they're running a lot. So it's really hard for them and I feel really badly for them. Um, some of our students that celebrate Ramadan, if they play a sport, their families allow them to take off a day. So if they have an event or a sporting event that day, they're allowed to take off that day. Um, but our kids don't even sit in the cafeteria um, during lunch or during break. They go and we provide a room for them so that they don't have to smell the food or be even be around food. Um, so while it's probably, I mean, I'm not sure what sport you were doing, but if you... I, if you did a sport for an hour and a half and then you can't eat again for another eight hours, it, it's not the best, but what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And oh, as, Yeah, yeah. And as far as what I know about uh, Ramadan and, you know, it's a sacrifice you make. And, um, and I know that I, I believe the Quran says if you're not healthy enough too fast. So I'm sure it's, it's, it's worth the sacrifice, right, Sharif? All right, just a couple more. Oh, Aroni would like to know, what are you cooking tonight? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, tonight is like like a true American quick, cheap meal that we're having. It's called Sloppy Joe's or Manwich. There's actually like a Manwich sauce that you just, you make ground beef, you crumble it up. I'll, I'll put a picture on the um, the YouTube channel. I'll put it in the community tab. Oh, it's it's so just not a great meal. I mean, I love it, but then I put it on the little buns that we have. I'll, he'll show a picture and put cheese on it, and then I'm going to make homemade french fries and salad. It's not exciting tonight. <laughs> not exciting. So we should probably wrap it up. It is getting to be about dinner time here, is it? No, no still early, but... Um, we're going to go hang out with the kids and whatnot, but thank you so much for joining. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, maybe a little earlier, maybe around 12 or one, but I'll make sure that I, uh, innocent pink Sapphire. How are you? King Taha? How are you? Oh, how many subscribers do I have? I don't know. Like 1100 something, 1100. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed. Channel is really come a long ways in just three months. So thank you so much for all that. And if I didn't get to your, uh, so um, Asma said no drinking, yeah. no drinking. Yeah. And a lot of our students are, are 13. So they're kind of at that age where some decide to do it. Some decide they're at an age where they can, they can make that decision. Yeah. So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll end it there, but I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much.